Hey everyone, I'm Victoria. And I'm Micah. We're two regular mamas living in Texas. We have five kids between the two of us, and we're here to share what we've learned about motherhood and what we're still figuring out along the way. If we've learned anything, it's that motherhood is a wild ride. Hang out with us and fill up a glass because this is Moms Uncorked. Hey everybody, so after a couple of exhausting days in the hospital, you have finally made it home with your newborn, and guess what? Today we are talking about how to survive that very first week as you settle into a routine and the madness at the same time. Hey Micah. Hey, how are you? I'm so good. I'm excited about this episode. I love the first week home and I hate it at the same time. I know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking like for me it's almost like I consider it like the black hole. Like you just get through it and you kind of, you kind of like forget (laughs) how you You just survive. Yeah. And you kind of, cause it's all just first time baby, third time baby. It's all just kind of like you're rolling with the punches as they come, you know? And the, the first, like the first time's crazy, but after that, you kind of know, but you always forget like, I feel like I always forget. Yes. And mine were just a year apart. And I was like, 13 months later, I was mm-hmm. like, holy crap, what did I do during this time? <laughs> like, we're doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it's, I like that oh, we're narrowing man. it down to just the first week. So Yes. Yeah. Because I will say, like, I don't think there's ever, I mean, at least personally, I don't think there's ever been a bigger shift in my life than both times, like coming home with a new baby. Mm-hmm. Like you buy a home, you get married, you do all these things, but oh my God, bringing that new baby home is, I, I mean, it's literally life-changing. Oh, like there's nothing like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's so weird. I just remember like coming home and he's in his little carrier and I pick him up and I'm just like, Oh my God. It's like, that's when you realize they're yours. Like this is mine now. Yeah. Like this <laughs> yes, is Yes. Like you're responsible for them now. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, do I just sit in this chair? Is this okay? Like, yeah. That's it, the nurse is not here anymore. Yeah. It's like, that's when oh. it, that's when it gets real. Hey, that's when it gets yep. real. So, and I like, I like that you put for visitors. I like how yes. that's because that is a big deal that first week home because everybody wants to see the baby right yes everybody wants to see the baby oh yeah um and I think I handle it different both with both kids um I just think that I like set boundaries a little bit better the second time around yeah. so I mean I think that my biggest like my biggest piece of advice for anybody asking is to give the visitors like a time frame and or a time limit Mm -hmm. in which they are allowed to come. Like, I don't want people coming and staying all day. I so appreciate people coming to see the baby. It's obviously very sweet. Um, But like mom's tired. Yeah. Mom is tired. Mom has stuff to do. And that stuff might just be snuggling a baby. But overstaying your welcome um, is not fun. It's not wanted. Yeah, and it's definitely, I think there's a meme rolling on out there that's um, like always, always, always check with the mom first. Like even if you're talking to the dad, check with Mm -hmm. the mom because like she might, like I think one of the biggest struggles I had was being in the middle of a feeding and then people show up at my front door and I'm like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. And then you're trying to like put your boobs away. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, y'all have to wait out there for like 20 minutes because I'm not fully comfortable (laughs) yet. Like this is my brand new baby (laughs) and I'm not comfortable nursing in front of you right now because nursing Mm -hmm. that first week is difficult too. It takes a little bit to get that rhythm and you don't want people staring at you while you're trying to do that. 
Yeah, you're struggling with a cover. You're struggling with a boppy. You're struggling like with a baby. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hundred percent, totally agree. Um, so yeah, always check with mom first. I don't care if you're talking to dad. Check with mom. Mm-hmm. Um, also, next, bring bring food. Yeah, just do something. Like, yeah, bring food. If you're coming in the morning, bring food. If you're coming in the afternoon, bring food. If you're coming at dinner time, bring food. Yes, <laughs> I remember one of my favorites was you usually visited me. In the, I know you did with Hunter in the hospital, and y'all brought food and coffee. And then I, I vividly remember mm-hmm. with Michael, you texting me like, "I'm at H E B by your house. What can I get you?" And I was like, "Shoot, I don't even know, Vic. <laughs> like at this point, I don't know." <laughs> and then next thing I know, you just text me, "Check your porch," and you had this perfect little baggie of like snacks for me, just sitting on my porch. And it snacks. was like, it was amazing. It was perfect. I love yes. it. I'll never forget it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> so um oh my do you remember when you brought me food with maddie yes wait was it maddie because, oh, oh yes yeah it was with maddie yes because i was so upset it was i mean it, i think it was that first week home yeah and Caleb came home from work and did not feel good and he passed out on the couch and I was so mad yes. and I texted you and I was like Caleb fell asleep and I, we don't have any food and y'all brought us like a feast all to feed stuff. a family of 25 all the things and it probably I think it lasted us like a week yeah <laughs> so that was awesome it's, always bring food I know it's my it's honestly my favorite thing to do like I'm like I'm not even coming to hold your baby I just want to give you food and fold your laundry like I just yep. don't <laughs> oh man and I like it's okay to say no and that can be hard sometimes um Mm -hmm. especially when it's family and like close friends yeah but there's always I mean but I mean there will be other times for sure yeah there is there's always other times and you need your rest that's the most important thing Mm -hmm. so oh yeah um on top Um, go ahead on top of that I was gonna say too like (laughs) I don't do they give you medication um after a vaginal birth yes they do um but I mean it's super different because I mean the deliveries are just so different like you had surgery like you had a major surgery um so they they do send you home with medication after a vaginal delivery um it's ibuprofen okay um so nothing I mean nothing crazy Mm -hmm. and I I remember coming home with Charlie and like being in a lot of pain and taking my meds for a few days um but with Maddie honestly I took it in the hospital because they they just had it scheduled for me but I stopped as soon as I got home I had no pain with Mm -hmm. Maddie um so that one was definitely much easier but I'm sure it's different for you after being literally cut open to get the baby out (laughs) yes it is a little bit different and there are they give you a lot more options obviously whenever you have a c-section one thing I always like to note is that yes you're a new mom and yes you're tired but some of those stronger pain medications do make you more tired and so I feel like that's important to know because if you're really feeling like a zombie, it could be the stronger medication. And then on top of that, oh, yeah. like typically I'm able to actually, and everybody's pain level is completely different, but I'm usually mm-hmm. able to, even in the hospital, I, I always tell them I don't want the heavy stuff if I don't need it. I'd like to start mm-hmm. with just Tylenol. Um Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the like the higher version of like the ibuprofen, but the higher yeah. version of it um, for as long as mm-hmm. I can. And if it gets too bad, then I'll take it. But I really try to limit it because I remember it, right. it made me so tired. 
with that being said, though, no mm-hmm. matter what you do, stay on top of it, especially with C-section, because you'll you will like be okay. And then all of a sudden you can't move until you're not. Oh, and it's so bad. <laughs> like, So that's always my biggest. The one thing I always tell people is stay on top of that medication. Keep especially keep like a paper running for yourself of your medication because there's going to uh, be uh-huh. sometimes you have laxatives mixed in there. Sometimes you have other things uh-huh. and you need to keep the timetables all like organized. And so I just kept mine yes. in my bathroom because even in postpartum, every time you get up to feed the baby, you kind of got to go to the bathroom and clean yourself up and do all those <laughs> things. So I just kept mine in the bathroom and I take my pills whenever the time came up. So that's smart. I like it. Yes. So that's important. Whether you plan I like a it. C-section I always or not. love, I always love Um, With both kids, I've been able to do this because of the time of year that they've been born, but just spending a ton of time outside for a few reasons. Um, Because A, it's, you know, you want to get fresh air. You want to get some vitamin D. Um, It's also really nice after being in the hospital for a couple of days. And it's perfect to like really start early on getting the baby straight on that day-night confusion. Yes. because when they're outside, they're getting in, like they're getting that extra sunshine. It helps to kind of regulate them a little bit. Mm. That way they're not up all night long and sleeping all day long. Yeah. Um, so super, super nice, especially when you, I mean, when the weather permits. Like yes. me and Maddie would just sit outside for, uh, she would sleep out there. I would read a book. Like we would just hang outside as much as we could during the day. Yes. And it's, it's really good for baby and it's really good for you as a new mom because sometimes you can start mm-hmm. to feel super cooped up. And that's like those, Mm -hmm. when you start feeling cooped up, lonely, maybe a little depressed and stuff, the first thing you should do is just step outside. And even if, as we've talked about, even if you've had a C-section, like you can just walk to the end of your block or you can walk, Mm -hmm. just walk a couple houses down or something. And if you have somebody with you, have them push the stroller, but you should always be able to get some fresh air. And then as you can kind of like, each day will get a little better. You can extend your walks and stuff. But man, I think in that first week, it was like, I I think I went on a quote walk. It was barely to the end of the cul-de-sac, <laughs> but I think I would go like three or four <laughs> times a day because I was just like, I can't Oh, I remember be you telling me that. Anymore. You went on a bunch of little walks. Yes. Like tons of little walks throughout the yeah. day. <laughs> That's so funny. Yes. And it's a little bit easier with a vaginal delivery because you don't have those crazy restrictions. Um, so yeah, I mean, I started like walking with the stroller 20, 30 minutes, like the day after I came home from the hospital. So yes. get in, I mean, get in some exercise, but also just like the change in atmosphere, like yes. scenery for you and baby. Yes. And no matter how you deliver, it is, it is good for healing as long as you don't push it. That's really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. That first week, your body changes a lot. And even a lot of the things that they may or may not happen in the hospital. And so sometimes there's things that when you get home, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this is different. Um, I can't remember. Did your milk, well, because you stay a little bit shorter time in the hospital. So did your milk Correct. always come in yep. after you got home? 
Yes, because I was only there two days, both times. Um, so with Charlie, it didn't come in fully until like day four. And then Maddie was right around the same time, like right around day four. Okay. See, I can never remember what day it is, but I just remember when it comes, man, it comes. Mm. And oh my God. Oh man. And sometimes you're waiting on it. You just wake up with like porn star boobs. Oh, they're <laughs> huge and hard. And like, and you'll notice because yep. it's almost hard for baby to like latch because yes like they're too hard yes, yeah. because they're too hard and that's mm-hmm. when you and I know some moms they get scared that it hasn't come in yet by like day two or three but it really mm-hmm. is important to wait and it's important to know that even if you don't plan on breastfeeding because I know there's certain yes. things you need to do to kind of keep your discomfort and you can still get mastitis mastitis and you can still have issues yep. even if your formula feeding um, you have to be really careful about that yeah Oh, yeah. So, um, yes, the milk coming in is fun. And for those of you that don't know, there are several holes the milk squirts out of. It's not just a one-hole situation. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, the biggest, I feel like, thing that needs to be debunked, like, all the time. Because, yeah, I feel like the natural thing to think is it comes out of one hole. No, it's like, it reminds me of, like, the end of a hose in the backyard. (laughs) Like, in the end of the hose, you have, like, it all coming out several things and that it's like the shower it's the shower feature or something yes in the, the back shower head. Hose, it is not the jet it's a shower That's now amazing. along with the engorgement though oh, speaking man. of jets versus showers we used to call mine um like fire hydrant status because they it, it would get so much milk you'd get so engorged that you mm-hmm. you put the baby on and they get that letdown going. And they just start choking. And they just start choking. <laughs> and like it shoots mm-hmm. out. My kids used to pop off and like milk would continue to rain on their face. <laughs> and like, yep. so yep. it's totally normal. <laughs> it's totally normal. And your baby will get used to it. And there are tricks for that. I learned very early on to lean, mm-hmm. lean back when you can, hold yep. baby upright. And sometimes if it's just mm-hmm. too much, you can pop baby off for a second and catch that letdown in a haka or something yes. and then pop them back on. And they will scream. They'll scream mm-hmm. that whole 30 seconds yep. or one minute or whatever it is. <laughs> but if they really can't handle it, then those are some things to help with that mass. I mean, it's just a massive engorgement in the beginning. Um, yeah. I think sometimes I would even pop on not my nice big pump but like one of those wearable pumps and I would just oh, like yeah. get the letdown to just get some of it yes, out and get it out before mm-hmm. I put them on um so those are just some tricks to help with that because usually that does kind of happen within the first maybe towards the end of that first week you might start looking at that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um oh yeah with the milk and the feeding you want to talk about that nipple pain what did you do for nipple pain did you grin and bear it I really didn't have any yeah um, now you, because Charlie was, was not a latcher. Oh, I had to pump uh-huh. with him like almost exclusive. I almost exclusively pumped Charlie. I would say like 75%. I, f- I fed him for a year. Um, I would say 75% of that was pumping because he just wouldn't latch in the beginning. And then I, um, started working. Um, I didn't have any nipple pain with him. And with Maddie, I think like maybe 
week two and three. Okay. I would have pain when she latched and it would last like five seconds. Yeah. It was like that initial latch mm-hmm. was painful. Yes. And then it would just totally go away and it was fine. Um, but I never even got to the point where I was like chapped or like, oh. had, like I have never used um, ointment. <gasps> oh like, I've never, my goodness. I've always had it and You're been so prepared. You're blessed boobies. But I've never gotten chapped <laughs> or scabbed. I know. Oh my gosh. Um, I've always been so ready for it. And then yeah, it just, it just hasn't happened. Um, thankfully. So I'll, I'll take that as a win. That's great. So, and um, it's good yeah, to know never, that never, like, never really had pain. Oh my gosh. See, I've never heard a story like it's that. It's not a hundred percent. Yeah. That's good to know <laughs> that some people, you don't have to be afraid of it. It may not even happen to you. Um, yes. But if it does, yes, exactly. I got gotcha. you. If it does, you do use Perfect. the nipple cream every time. It is most nipple creams you can check. Most of them are safe for you to put on and then baby to eat. And it is okay. Oh, yeah. um, the other mm-hmm. things that I did, I mean, that first init- initial latch pain is very real. And whether you're pumping mm-hmm. or feeding, you kind of get it either way. Um, yeah, it's almost like you just have to, oh, you just know it's clench your teeth and just like, let it pass and it goes away. It's so weird. Yes. I think my mom said that she had friends that used to like, when it happened, they'd like suck on a cold drink, like really, really fast or something to try to help with it. Mm -hmm. But it's just one of those things. It happens. Sometimes they get so bad with Michael. I was combo like latching and pumping. And I remember at one point they were so chapped. The milk was going into the bottle pink from just like the blood. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's happened to me only with like clogged ducts. Yes. And it's important to note that that's normal too. generally speaking, Mm -hmm. if it's too much blood and they can still eat it and they still eat it. Yep. Even though it's kind of weird, but they do. Um, Also, I used to always (laughs) squeeze a little bit out after the end and just rub it. So you're going to rub breast milk on your nipples and then let that dry. Oh, I've heard that. Let that dry and Mm -hmm. then put the cream on. And sometimes that helps. My favorite trick that I tell people is sometimes it can hurt when you get in the shower. If you're experiencing that nipple pain, when the water yes. when the water hits it, it can hurt. And it makes you like turn inwards and you don't <laughs> want to get in the shower. So what, mm-hmm. what I used to do was I'd get the thick cream. I think it was like in a purple bottle. I think it was called lanolin. And I would lather yes. it on my nipples. And then I would get the cheapest little Walmart bikini top in size like extra large because you need the big you need the big ones <laughs> and I put that on every time I showered and it kind of protected that sensation of the water hitting your nipples that is so smart and so and it will you you will turn that shower steam on and you can stand in the mirror and watch that milk drip drop drip drop drip drop mm-hmm. from yep oh, so man. that happens too that liquid gold oh man so lots of stuff for that i think it all kind of happens <laughs> in that first week or you can start preparing for it in that first week um yep thing also yeah. the um like the crazy amount of stuff that is coming out of you like there is just so much blood it's not it pretty oh my god it's not there's just nothing like it um yeah. and everybody heals differently like there's a different timeline for everybody mm-hmm. um but on average i mean you you bleed for several weeks mm-hmm. even if you deliver by c yes. yes 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 okay. yes mm-hmm. um and again, like there are things you can do. I know when Charlie was born, I like did the Pinterest thing where you buy the like the big pads and you put like the yes. wood table and the aloe. 
and the essential oils and you freeze them and i had like a whole pack of those ready mm-hmm. and i i'm pretty sure i used um all of them maybe not all of them yeah. but i mean i i know that i used them religiously and they did help because with charlie i had a lot of pain mm-hmm. um i had the episiotomy so i had the stitches blah 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 um with maddie i did not make them and i don't remember my thoughts behind that i don't know if i just thought like oh i'll do it you know when i have the time but i didn't do it mm-hmm. um and i'm, I'm kind of glad because i ended up having zero pain with her like vaginal yeah, pain that's with her. amazing um but what i did do i know but what i did do for the bleeding the second time around was you know they send you home with like the big mesh undies mm-hmm. i went and i bought like the um what are they called like basically like the adult like pull-on diapers yes like the ones that yes. they make for women i think they're called like the silhouettes or something yes um i went and bought those and i wore them for like the first two yes. weeks probably when you're just bleeding so heavily um and it was so much more comfortable than having to like change a pad every time i was in the bathroom i would just like put a new pair of undies on yes i did that but i mean they get the job no i did that exact same thing too and you know i did the pad sickles for michael Mm -hmm. obviously did not need them in the same respect that you needed them (laughs) i did use them though they did make me feel because of the oils the essential oils it made me feel a little bit more Mm -hmm. fresh because you do kind of feel yeah gross you feel so gross gross (laughs) yep so they helped me feel like not even a little bit like you feel really gross you feel so gross and no matter how you deliver to getting one of those they give you the little squirt bottle no matter what but i do like that frida one a little bit better yep because even i had two of those Mm -hmm. and i think for vaginal it is supposed to actually help with the pain and the discomfort whenever you do go to like pee or something Mm -hmm. i think for me Mm -hmm. um it was more of just a cleaning i just wanted to feel clean yeah and so that's yeah that helps no matter what and i think that's a necessary buy the little frida thing so and then we used mm-hmm. to use the, so, oh, you know, your baby will get most likely a little diaper rash within that first week home. Um, or both of mine did. Their little bums could not handle all the wiping. <laughs> Maybe it's, oh, and it's like, yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, no matter, it's just like they got to build that tough skin. And um, I use Aquaphor after every single diaper change. Mm-hmm. But one of the squirt bottle that they give you, when you're at the hospital, we would, when they got diaper rashes, we would actually use that to kind of squirt them down rather than like, oh, that's wipe smart. them down. Rather than wiping them, yeah. And so we use that and then smart. aquaphor, aquaphor, aquaphor all over their little bottom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I, yeah, I just keep tubs of aquaphor like all over my house. We uh-huh. use it for so many things. So many things. For sure. Um, belly binders. Did you um, use one? I didn't. Um, uh, no, I did not. Um, I think that they are more like prevalent for C-sections yes. because you want that support after surgery. Um, I know people who have vaginal deliveries who use them too, just when they're like wanting that supportive feeling on their belly. Um, I never, I never had one. Yeah. Meh. I, uh, they give you, if you have a C-section, they give you tons of belly binders actually in the hospital. Like you walk out of surgery cool. and you don't even realize That's it, awesome. but you've got a belly binder on. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like, oh wait, what is this? Yeah. Thing? And so then even after I had Hunter, I was like, can I get the like one size smaller in this too? Because you know, they give you the bigger one cause you're still mm-hmm. swollen. But then I knew yeah. I would want it. <laughs> 
And so they gave me like all the things I needed. And so I think they're helpful. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've heard. It's almost like you don't have a choice for a C-section. And they are very, very helpful. Yeah. Like so helpful. That makes sense. Um, And I tell people, don't worry. Like your abs will grow their strength back when they grow their strength back. Like just yes. wear the belly binder. It helps you move around. It helps you heal a little bit faster. Uh-huh. Just wear it for as long as you want. Yeah. Whenever, and just feel supported. Yeah. Whenever I started going on like my longer walks, even at like two months postpartum, uh-huh. I still wore it until I felt like I could like hold myself together. Um, and then uh-huh. I, I have heard people talk if they've given a vaginal, um, that they like it. I've heard the main one would be, I think it's called mama strut is what it's called. And they're, oh. they're almost like pull on shorts with a belly band attached. And so you, oh cool, yeah, you squeeze like the belly band. And then they also have these straps that run from the top of your butt and then you Velcro them between your legs and so like it gives that pooling sensation for like your undercarriage area so that your undercarriage like feels supported so they add that like extra strap in there and I've heard great things for vaginal people on that I don't know and I I do know that they do work some stuff with insurance like if your delivery indicates that you need it your insurance might cover Mm -hmm. it but I don't know so I think I just wore a lot of like really snug, like super high waisted leggings yes. and biker shorts. Yep, yep, so yep. I'm like, oh, I basically did basically, the same thing. Basically, <laughs> yeah. It helps. Oh, man. Um, That's so funny. What about food? How did y'all handle like eating that first week? You know, my mom's been with me every time. So her, That's her right. and. Does she cook for yeah, you? Yeah, her and my husband handle it. I don't even think about it. Mm. They either go pick something up That's or awesome. I get the HelloFresh mm-hmm. and my mom just cooks it. Um, oh, yeah. We tend to not use our frozen meals while she's there. And then if we have a meal train mm-hmm. set up for us, then we really only schedule that for like once or twice a week. Like you don't need a meal brought to you every mm-hmm. single night. Um, right. And then I liked even getting like the Grubhub stuff on my meal train because then oh, yes. I could use it for like yep. lunch. Like I put the baby down for a nap and yes. now I'm trapped and I'm starving. You can order yourself so some lunch. I need yep. lunch delivered. And so I use that a lot. What about y'all? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, similar, Caleb is drinking wine out of my wine bottle right now <laughs> on the counter. Uh, <laughs> um, s- similar. So we... I mean, we obviously have a ton of visitors like those yeah. first couple of weeks. So yeah, I, I think I, I remember specifically with Madison, we did not cook the first two weeks. We either had somebody bringing us food because mm-hmm. we have so much family in town. Yeah. Um, we either had people bringing us meals or we would like pick something up. Yeah. Um, yeah, we also, like, didn't use any of our frozen mm-hmm. meals until, like, at least two weeks in. Yeah. Um, and it's so nice. And I remember one of my, like, when I got it as a baby shower gift from a girlfriend, it was, um, like, a $50 DoorDash gift card. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is brilliant. Yes. Like, this is so smart. Um, so, yeah, like, that. that's nice. Um, we didn't have a, a meal train per se. Right. But I mean, yeah, those first two weeks, like, it was, can I bring you food on Tuesday? Okay, well, I'll bring it to you on Thursday. Yes. Like one day my brother even brought us breakfast. So it was, it's nice. Oh, breakfast um, it's nice to just not even have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brother brought us like breakfast tacos. That's so smart. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. 
Um, so let's not talk mm-hmm. about just our meals. You do kind of kind of need to keep track of the baby's meals a little bit. Um, did you use yep. an app to track yours at all? I did. I used Huckleberry. Oh, okay. um, I, st- I still use Huckleberry to track sleep sometimes. But yeah, mm-hmm. I used Huckleberry because you can track sleep, um, like diapers, mm-hmm. um, breastfeeding, pumping. You can like track all of the things. Um, so yeah, I would. And you know, what side did baby feed off of? Yeah. I love that one. Okay. Um, I haven't heard of that it. one. And I'm love sitting it, here it. trying to find mine yeah. and I cannot find mine. <laughs> The one that I used. I think mine was just called like Baby Tracker or something. It was cute. Oh, yeah, I've seen. There's a whole bunch. It, there's it, Baby Tracker. There's yeah. like Pump Log. There's, mm-hmm. yeah, there's lots of cute ones. It was because at the hospital, I didn't realize they were going to want me to track it. And so I yep. like just Googled it really quick and I just used that app, whatever it was. But I did. Oh, I and then it. it helped. Yeah, I like Huckleberry. And then you make fun of me because I write everything down. I had a little journal once I got home and that's where I just like wrote it down. I remember you telling me yes. that. And then I had a dry mm-hmm. erase board like in Michael's room. For when my mom was taking care of him, she could like write down the diapers that she changed, and that like oh that's helped. cute. Mm-hmm. But no, a huckleberry is cute. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. And yeah, then I, I really it's a good one. Think, I love it. I still use I it. I think mine was like I think it was just called Baby Tracker. I think it was just something simple. Mm-hmm. But it did. I think so. I think that's one that I've heard yeah. of, and it did the same thing. Um, let's talk about nighttime with a newborn. Mm. I love I love like talking about nighttime it's one of my favorite things (laughs) so it's one of my favorite things um do you and brian figure out ahead of time who's gonna do what at night or do you just kind of like see it as you go we winged it because we also had my mom Mm -hmm. so we kind of Mm, true just all hands on deck figure it out as we went and then as it got closer to her leaving, then we had mm-hmm. a built a routine and kind of knew the situation, knew what to do. Um, but no, we were just winging it with Michael. I remember we were like, do we bathe them every night? What do we do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, how about like nighttime feeds? Like, was that all you or did you do some pump and like Brian would feed bottles in the nighttime? Okay, so funniest story ever was... We weren't expecting a C-section with Michael. He's in the bassinet. I love the story. Oh, he's in the bassinet, and <laughs> I'm still pretty immobile, right? So it takes me a long time to get up to a sitting position to feed him when I hear him crying. I So we put the bassinet on Brian's side of the bed. And so then... The first feeding, first feeding at home, we're like, okay, we're going to knock it out of the park, blah, blah, blah. I hear Michael crying. I hit Brian. I say, hey, he's he's crying. And I slowly start to sit up. And about the time I get up to a sitting position, Brian has, in his sleep, risen up, grabbed Michael out of the bassinet, <laughs> straight up rolled him to me, dropped him on the bed, and rolled my brand new baby across the bed for me to feed him. I literally fed Michael, got up, and moved the bassinet to my side of the bed. I was like, hell no, we're not going through this again. So I handle the night feeds. <laughs> like, I can't. And if it, if it gets to I tell too everybody much, I know that story. Oh, I just want you to know that. I will never forget the sight of my baby, like, 
straight up log rolling in his little swaddle <laughs> across the bed. Like and down the bed. I oh was God. like, oh my God. Okay, never mind. Terrible plan. Let's revise. And no. And so that's just, <laughs> that's just what I do. Um, and unless I get, if I'm feeding him and he just will not go down, then I wake up Brian and I'm like, mm-hmm. figure it out. I'm going to sleep. Yep. Other than that, I pretty much yep. do it. <laughs> pretty much just do it. <laughs> Especially that first week, because you are trying to get the rhythm. And Mm -hmm. once it's like a month or two in, I give him feedings to take over. Um, But that first week, yeah, no, after that mistake, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. Never again, Brian. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I love it. We're we're pretty similar, like, in the sense that we winged it um, with both kids and... Yeah, I do the same thing. Like you're trying to you're trying to breastfeed because if you go too long at night, like you're just going to be hurting anyways. Yeah. Um so yeah, I would just wake up, feed the baby. Um like m- I mean more recently with Maddie obviously, I would wake up, I would feed the baby and put her back to bed and like thank baby Jesus, both of my kids have been pretty good sleepers mm-hmm. and there's maybe been like five times total in both of their lives that um they've been like inconsolable at night to the point where i've had to be like okay we're both up like we're both trying to settle this baby yeah but other than that i mean it's like eat and they go back to sleep or you know eat diaper change go back to sleep Mm -hmm. um but i especially with maddie i was like no like i'm not gonna wake you up because caleb sleeps sleeps like a bear like i would have had to forcibly wake him up yes yeah um I just, it's they, not worth they don't it. hear the baby on their no, side of the bed is the thing that people say. Yeah. yeah. It, like, I'm like, it takes more energy to wake you. I might as than well it does just get up the and baby do it. and do it myself. Yep, I do that too. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I also really liked that because you're exhausted. Like that first week, you're so tired. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to get up. I'm going to feed the baby every three hours or whatever it is. Um, but during the day, I'm not a napper. I've never have been. Um, so I wasn't one to like nap in the daytime, but I was tired. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to be lounging. Um, during the day, like Caleb was doing all the things. Like he was doing projects around the house. He was still taking care of the yard. He was taking care of Charlie. Yeah. Who needed, you know, energy um, and attention. So yeah, like me struggling at night was fine because it meant that during the day I could like relax yes. and snuggle the baby and do the yes. things and not have to worry about like being a total zombie. Yes. Yep. I like that. I did not do that the first two times, but I have already prepped Brian. I was like, I'm just sitting there. I'm not, I'm doing the baby. You are raising the others. <laughs> like that's it. Cause I, yeah, <laughs> you got I this. said, you know, I, I just want to sit there and enjoy it this time. I don't want to feel like I have to do everything uh-huh. and he's totally on board with it. So yep. he gets it. Love it. So did you have a what your mama never told you? Speaking of being tired that first week. Mm, I don't think I have a specific one. Um, I do remember me and Caleb were talking about this the other day because we were saying like, oh, you know, some some women like wake their husbands up at night mm-hmm. when they can't really do anything. Like if you are the one feeding the baby mm-hmm. and all your baby needs is to eat and go back to sleep, like why am I going to wake you? Yeah. Um, and I remember my mom telling my brother, 
when he had Jaden, you need to wake up with with his mom mm-hmm. because she's, you know, she's awake. And I was like, absolutely not. So <laughs> what my mom didn't tell me but told my brother was that the man should wake up. And I'm here to say, Mom, I disagree. Let him sleep yeah. because he will do the things in the daytime. Yes, as long as he's doing something in the daytime. I totally agree. I have seen the things where it's like, get her a mm-hmm. glass of water. Like, it's cute because it's also cute to be acknowledged mm-hmm. that, like, you're doing the hard work, <laughs> you know? But, like, yes. as long as you've got yes. something. Yes, and I will say Caleb usually woke up and would say, like, can I get you anything? Yeah. And there would be, like, if the baby was crying, and I would say, like, yeah, go get me a snack. Or, like, yeah, I forgot my water. And mm-hmm. he would obviously get him and do those things. But I wouldn't I wouldn't wake him to say, hey, the baby's crying. I'm going to sit here and feed her. Yeah. Because there's no there's point. There's no point. Sometimes I would do it. I'd have him... Like, I usually would nurse on one side, and then there's a diaper change in between. So sometimes I'd have him, like, do the mm-hmm. diaper change. But no, yeah. one of you, if one of you can be rested, that's great. But you damn well better not tell people you're tired, because I will stab your eyeballs out. Don't yeah. even, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the Instagrams where it's like, my husband saying he's tired after his eight hours of sleep when I was up every two hours oh, with the baby. I will stab your eyeballs. Don't even tell me you're tired. No. Um... <laughs> And it's funny, we're talking about being tired. My What Your Mama Never Told You was that I actually did not realize that that first week or two, I had more energy. I felt more rested than I did those last few months of pregnancy. Because it's like those last few months of pregnancy, you cannot sleep. You can't get comfortable. Your brain's going a million miles Mm -hmm. a minute. And when that baby finally comes, it's like you're getting a very small amount of sleep, but you pass out. Like you are knocked out during Uh those two hours that you get. And so I remember being like, I didn't know I was supposed to have this. Like, I feel fine. I feel like better (laughs) than I did at nine months pregnant. It goes away. (laughs) But that that, (laughs) regarding the first week, I just I had more energy than I thought I would. So, yeah, um, I felt mm -hmm. great. I remember. Yeah. Like, it's kind of surprising. It's nice. It's a nice thing to look forward to. So that mm-hmm. was, I think, our longest episode. It was, so but it was fun. Yes, that was good. I <laughs> hope everyone else enjoys it like we do. Um, <laughs> so mamas, parents-to-be, everybody, um, let us know how your first week at home went. Uh, let us know when you, if you have any questions about your first week at home. You can reach us at moms underscore uncorked podcast. And we would love to hear from you, your thoughts on the episode and that first week home. Survival. Survive. <laughs> Y'all have a good week. <laughs>